Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans. Uh, please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans. Uh, for the fans. Uh, not many who's here can understand everything pro wrestling. It can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here. So listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson. Yes. Folks, welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. I'm your host, Conrad Cushman, being joined tonight by my man, Derek. Yo, yo, yo. We are here to give a review of AEW Full Gear, the show, the pay-per-view just went off air. We got a lot to talk about when it comes to this show, and I'm looking forward to doing it. But first, you know how we always do it. We got to hit that intro, so let's get it. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> What's good, everybody? Man, full gear went off the air, Derek. It was, a, it was a show, to say the least, bro. Yes, it was. <sighs> Lots of good people in the chat. What's going on, everybody? So listen, let's just get this stuff out of the way early. If you guys see the fuzz around us, I, I, I can't help it. I think it's the shirts that we're wearing, and it's just blending with the background. It's all good, though. So don't worry. We know that there's a little bit of fuzz, but it's a cool background. We're here talking about the show. But focus. 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 <laughs> Hit that like button on the video if you're watching on YouTube for us, please. And if you enjoy the content on the YouTube channel, hit subscribe. If you're watching on Twitch, give us a follow. If you're watching this on Twitter, give us a follow as well. We are looking for as many people as we can to check us out. It is greatly appreciated. We're at 1.5K on YouTube. That's where we're trying to drive everybody to. Appreciate it. Also, if you're listening on the audio portions, please make sure you show us some love. Leave us a five-star review, and we appreciate you as well. We're going to run down everything pertaining to full gear. Um, what is going on? First person we had in here, Casey in the house. What's up, Casey? Uh, Ace has also joined us. What's good, Ace? Uh, BJ in the house. He said, wow, what a show. He was feeling it tonight. Absolutely. Much respect, BJ. Thank you. BJ was on the preview and prediction show with me, so always make sure you show him in the Run the Ropes crew some love. Rob also was on the prediction show. He said, almost certain we can blame Cody for the delay. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. But uh, that wasn't it. I, I had some guests over, and I had to make sure they got home safely. So appreciate it. Um, Matt Lopez says, hey, Conrad, Derek. What's up, Matt? What up? Uh, I want to talk about why you're keeping me waiting 10 damn minutes. Casey, it's nothing personal, brother. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did my best. I can't I can't have the pay-per-view end and just run right up here and be like, all right, guys, see yourself out. Right. That's how you get robbed. <laughs> uh, BJ says, definitely Cody's fault. Damn, you guys are <laughs> blaming Cody. You're yeah. Conrad and Derek. What's up, Ace? Jesus De Leon. What's good? Uh, cowboy shit, finally. Yes. We will, we, we will get into some of that. Bros, I'm at a Legend Bar with Jobber Tears crew, but I will like and watch later. E, thank you so much, Jobber crew. Shout out to you guys as well, wherever you are. Showing some love to the team. 
B-Boy Skyline said, Cowboy shit. What's good, Jordan? He was also in the house tonight. Uh, Matt Lopez said, is this the first time Derek like a trios match, or is he mad that it went that long? You will have to wait to hear his thoughts. <laughs> Cody can do whatever he wants. <laughs> you guys. You guys are on some shit. That Homelander shit. Hey, so, you guys. <laughs> so... <laughs> Let's talk the buy-in real quick. Let's go. The buy-in um, had some matches on it. In the beginning of the buy-in, though, we had Tony Schiavone try to do an interview with Dante Martin. We are reminded that he's trying to be recruited by Team Taz. They have their own personal box. They're just sitting in there chilling, Hook eating his snacks. And to me, a lot of people think Hook is the snack. They were feeling Hook, man. I'm telling you. We got my man Will Hobbs in the, uh, in the classic overalls. Gotta definitely, gotta definitely wear a t-shirt under those, bro. Chafing, <laughs> chafing. And uh, Ricky Starks was up there with Taz. So, but dude, I didn't Spanish. Ricky Spanish, as Derek likes to call him, <laughs> uh, every week on the podcast. Dante Martin's out there. Tony Schiavone's trying to get a word with him. The acclaim come out and they drop a, you know, the usual, the rap. And they get into some uh, pretty ignorant stuff here. They tried to recruit Dante Martin as well. Dante Martin must be the hottest free agent to get recruited. Got it. Got it. So in the segment, they say you're either with us or against us. Well, we know how that turns out. And uh, for the acclaimed, it didn't work so well. Our boy said no. And uh, we get a nice dive to the outside for Dante Martin. And it looks like we're getting a match for Dynamite now. Uh, Dante Martin and Leo Rush versus The Acclaim. Uh, the Acclaim did make a Leo Rush joke in there, so I'm sure he wasn't a fan of it. Probably I like not. it. I like it, though. What do you think of this tag team, Dante Martin and Leo Rush? You buying in? No pun intended. Uh, you know what? In the beginning, I wasn't, but I think I am now. Um, I think this is a great chance for Leo Rush to get a second go-round before he actually officially retires. Okay. I respect it. He, he's not going to retire, though. Leo Rush is young. He just he just gets sick of wrestling, I think. He's like, F this, I'm done. Yeah. Everybody goes through those phases in wrestling. Uh, Hook's got them applesauce pouches. Just seems like that type. <laughs> seems like the type. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with some applesauce. Put in some the, cinnamon in it. In the pouches, though? Well, I've never had that. I grew up on them nasty-ass little uh, school tray little, cups. Little cups, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Take two bites that you don't want anymore. Like, yeah, I'm done. Right. <laughs> Wasteful ass. <laughs> so <laughs> waste not one. <laughs> we have a buy-in match that took place on this card. Nyla Rose and Jamie Hader versus Thunder Rosa and Hikaru Shida in this match, Derek. Um, I don't really want to go blow by blow for every single uh match. If we if we can, there's some matches I do want to talk about the moves, but what'd you think of this buy-in match for yourself? Um, this was a match that served its purpose. Um, I, I, I love all four of these women just, just because they, they, they put their hearts out when they get out there and wrestle. They always put on a, on a good show. I, I can't take anything away from them and I never will, but, um, it, it wasn't a top tier match, but it was a good match. Yeah, I thought it was a nice touch having all the, the TBS tournament women in this match and the little mixture of Serena D being on the outside. Yes. Well done. Well done. So in this, she's outside, and it looks like the feud with Sheeta's continuing, which I'm all for. That's a big thumbs up in my opinion. That is, that is, that's a great feud. 
Yeah, and and I love it, and I I don't think Sheeta needs to win this right now. So we're in a good position with that. Deep still getting in her face. They're, they're forwarding this feud. So to me, this spells disaster for her on Dynamite. Yes. From what I saw tonight, yes, because uh, she's going to be facing Nyla Rose in the next round of the TBS tournament. Now Jamie Hader, she's still doing her thing with Doctor Britt Baker, but she's going against one of Britt Baker's arch nemesis, Thunder Rosa. Thank you for rolling the R for me. Gotcha. And they did an excellent job when it came to this. Um, very happy with the product that we had in this match. Dude, that cross body spot once again. Ugh. Yo, Jamie Hader takes that like a champ. It's just the she thud. Did. I think she just wants to hear the thud, and it sounds good, and it looks brutal. It does. It, it's 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 a 10 on, on, on my scale each time. That's that stardom shit. Hashtag watch stardom. That's all I'm going to say. I'm leaving it at that. That's where we are with it. Um, the finish of the match was Sheeta actually getting the pinfall on Nyla Rose. It was a fun match. It was what it was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it, like I said, it, it served its purpose. Nothing wrong with what uh, what the match was. It was just to give them TV spot right now um, until they get back to the tournament. The tournament is where it's going to be at. But, you know, do you agree with Sheeta? That sounded like it felt good. It did. <laughs> um, Sheeta and uh, Serena D being like second best feud for the Wait, women. You said Serena and Sheeta? Yeah. I don't mind it. I don't mind it because we're getting some weird. So, like, look at here. BJ just said, it's weird. I like this match more than the women's title match. The women's title match wasn't bad, but the energy that came from it uh, was laid into it. BJ, I kind of agree with your sentiment on this. And you're going to see more. You're going to see why in a little bit when we talk about the women's title match. More storylines for the women division is a good thing. I agree, Matt Lopez. I am on board with that as well. Um the finish of the match, like we said, Sheeta getting the pen, rolled up Nyla Rose. We gave this a B minus for the for the uh, buy-in match. Not bad. No, not at all. We also find out on the buy-in before the show starts that Orange Cassidy and a member of Chaos will be facing the Butcher and the motherfucking Blade from Buffalo. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, we actually find out who it is. It is Tomohiro Ishii. The fucking stone pit bull. I'm all about it, bro. I'm about it, about it. It's cool. If other people say old ass phrases, I'm saying old ass phrases in wrestling. I'm about it, about it. Hootie who, all that shit. Right. I'm good with this, bro. Like Ishii is the fucking man. And if you haven't seen Ishii, I recommend you watch this match. It is very, very like Ishii puts on sleeped on. Bangers, possibly match of the year contenders all the time in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Hey, watch it. Someone's got to do it. Let's start off with the match that kicked off this show, bro. And I may say it could be argued match of the fucking night. Yes, it could be argued MJF versus Darby Allen, the two pillars of. AEW to say the least. Would you agree, Derek? Without a doubt. So first, our boy MJF comes out rocking Blanche from Golden Girls, purple lavender muumuu. I don't know what the fuck this man is wearing. How do you make fun of fans and you come out wearing shit like that, bro? Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> do, do, do. No more TV land for you. <laughs> 
So he comes out rocking the Golden Girls Moo Moo. Darby Allen comes out rocking some pretty dope face paint with his father sting. His dad. He comes out and he is loving it, bro. He is loving it. He just makes his way out. And honestly, you thought he was going to come ringside with him, but Darby says, no, I got this, bro. Right. Don't need it. Man, and this exchange in the beginning of this, sometimes people always think of like, oh, MJF's the guy who can only cut promos. Right. And Darby's the guy who can only do his little bullshit. He can only do his jumping off the top rope shit. And I just think that's not fully true, man. No, after seeing uh, the wrestling display in this match, uh, that proves to be otherwise. They both did their thing in this. Yeah, dude, I really have to agree. Like, they just came out and they showed why they're in the positions they're in. And when a lot of people say, like, AEW's not pushing young guys, I fucking laugh. And I'm just like, there's no way you can say that, bro. You don't watch the show if you say that. I completely disagree with anybody who says they're not pushing the the younger talent. If you didn't see this match, then I pray for you. Like, you you just don't understand, bro. They set this up really well. Uh, Darby misses a a cough and drop. I'm laughing at my notes because uh, sometimes I do voice text and it says cough and drop. It's uh, (laughs) a Darby misses a cough and drop onto the apron. Uh, MJF eventually um, catches him with that nasty power bomb to the knee. And that played a big part into the match because MJF worked on selling his knee for the rest of the match. That that power bomb backbreaker was brutal. And, And BJ just said the same thing, bro. Yo, BJ, same wavelength, bro. He just said it. He said the powerbomb backbreaker and the code red reversal were brutal. Yes. This was an insane match. Jesus bro, that, that is yelling match of the year contender, bro. I, I agree with that, but that code red, man. That whoo. Yeah, dude. Ooh. The code red uh into that stackable like powerbomb for the near fall, really good. That that that's that's an that's a new move. The stackable power bomb. Yo, shout out to my man Brian Williams. Yo, Brian, if you see this, bro. I need that in the game. Yeah. I need that in the game. Yes. For a reversal, too. So I can drop Derek on his head oh, when we're playing the game. This dude. Derek knows I'm undefeated against him in oh. all wrestling games. He's never no. beaten me. I beat you, bro. This is my story. All right. <laughs> so it never happened. That's it. Hey, what's good? What's going on, Tokyo? He said, good show, too long. Ah, we know what we're getting once we get into these pay-per-views. You know what? It's not bad when it's every couple months. When it's every night, that's when we got a fucking problem. Right. That's when we got a problem. Um, Getting back into the opening match, though. Uh, Lucas liked this match. He was here watching this as well. <laughs> I just threw that in the notes because he asked me to. Uh, <laughs> MJF hit a tombstone on the ring apron, which is the hardest part of the ring. We get a great spot with a bunch of reversal roll-ups between each other, and I thought someone was going to fuck up that spot or something. But then once they started rolling around, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Good spot, good spot. That was nice. That was nice. Uh, Darby then hit that coffin drop onto the floor. The fucking madman. Darby Allen is crazy, and I love it. I respect it. Um, After that, MJF uh, counters one, puts his knees up. But remember, his leg has been hurt the whole match. That was the focus of the match. Wardlow and Spears are coming out. The accountability buddies. I don't know if that's their tag name, but that's what we're calling them. (laughs) They're coming out. Spears has a chair in hand. Sting fucking smacks the chair with a bat into his back and starts beating the shit out of both of them with just bat and chair and just wailing away. That's dad power for you. That's like when your son's (laughs) about to get jumped and dad just busts in. He was just like, God damn it. 
boom, just nailing people left and right. Sting makes the save. It all works out. MJF eventually grabs the skateboard that Darby Allen rolled down to the ring. He rolls it over to him slowly but surely to tell him to use it. He's like, hit me in the forehead with it. Does he? No. Darby gets rid of it. But the referee, actually, I should say the referee got rid of it because that's when MJF reached into his tights and punched Darby with the ring. Now I got to bring it back. Remember, on Dynamite, MJF said, I'm going to beat you with a headlock takeover because he's better than him because he says he can't wrestle. He punches him with the ring, knocks Darby fucking silly, headlock takeover, one, two, three. Fuck MJF. How can you like this guy? What a prick. But he did what he said he was going to do. Absolutely. Fucking A, bro. He lived up to, to his word. Fucking A. Really good match. Like, Absolutely. I, I have nothing to say. MJF going after a title, Derek? Yeah. No. I think, yet, I think eventually. I think, bro, I really think he could be the guy to take it off page. I know I, I've been thinking way too far ahead lately. I got to stop. but No, I, I agree. I, I think he would take it off the page. I, right now. I, I think he could, I should say. He could be the guy. There could be some other people in the mix. Yeah. yeah. Tokyo says cut these shows down to three hours. Ah, you're cutting down on the in-ring action too, though, for some. I hear you, though. I hear you on the length of them. Uh, if we got a good call uh, that's created a wrestler, I'm going to reboot the RTR virtual promotion from the AEW game. Just make sure you add me in there, BJ. I need my dubs, too. need my dubs. A little overpowered for me. To quote CJ, what a beef. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is a beef. Um, let's get into the next match, Derek. But first, we saw Team Taz. They're still in their box still. Just to let you know that they're here. They're watching the show. It's Taz. <laughs> I really want to hear the beep, beep, but the next match is for the tag team championships. We have the ah tag team champions, the AAA tag champs, FTR versus the Lucha Bros. And Derek, last month we were very impressed with the steel cage match the Young Bucks and Lucha Bros put on. Possible match of the year contender. That'll be for you guys to decide at the end of the year once those emails are coming out. Absolutely. I don't know what to think of this, bro. This was uh this was a banger kind of a, a possible banger from from afar. FTR with Tully Blanchard, Lucha Bros. Lucha Bros. get a special uh entrance based off the Predator movie. I don't know if anybody caught that, but that's why they came out the way they did. Uh, lots of great double team moves from both sides in this one. At one point, Pentagon got his mask tied to the bottom rope. Is that a is that a trope to you, Derek? In these uh Lucha Bros. match now, too much mask play, or do you think it just works? Um. You know, I'm kind of torn between the two because at times I do think it is too much mass play. Um, but at other times I do feel like it's needed for some reason. The safe word is pineapple. <laughs> too much mass play. But they they did really, really good in this match, though. Like I, I thought it I thought it helped. It wasn't like they were trying to take the masks off. It was right. more so like uh we're gonna use this so we could take advantage of you. Well, the reason why I say it's it was it didn't bother me is because it was only done once. Versus sometimes you see where they're ripping the mask always yeah. and doing that. And it works when you do it. It's kind of it's kind of a thing that can enhance matches. Yeah. Um with them only doing it the one time, I it it didn't even bother me. It was just like, okay, hey. I, I see what you did there. Cool. 
I like it. But when it like like you said, when they start going after the mask more than once, then it's like, okay, let that go. Let's let's just wrestle. Matt Lopez brings up that they can get away with doing four-hour shows because they'll be doing monthly TV and uh, the special event starting in January. Battle of the Belts is coming, confirmed. Uh, shout out to Andrew Zarian of the Matt Men Podcast, excuse me, for that. Uh, Bradley comes in and has to say, FTR holding the AAA tag titles is a joke to Lucha Libre. I, I can see how you could feel that way. I see I see both sides of this. I can see how the way you feel because you say the match, this is a banger, but I hate the way they are holding them. I think that FTR is a really good tag team, though. And I think they can work around all styles because they're that good. Um, okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> BJ. BJ is talking about giving us live media scrum notes. He says Danielson was first. Says he doesn't think Hangman's going to be champ for very long. More on that in a second. Um, fuck it. Let's get into it, Derek. Uh Dex was looking for the three amigos. Uh, he gets stopped. Why did I say amigos like that? Amigos. I'm fucking tired, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, I, he gets stopped. Pentagon then goes for the three amigos. And we get a package pile driver for a near fall. Cash Wheeler then put on his Super Rana mask. Now, here's the weird thing that I don't know if a lot of people caught. I know they said it on commentary. But remember, he wasn't the legal man. They have a bitch technically to say, hey, you fucking cheated us out of this. I, I don't know, man. This is uh this is crazy to me. So he got the package pile driver and pin, but he wasn't the legal man in the match. But why the fuck did you put that mask on? Right. So that you couldn't tell. They did it, they did right here. We gave it a B, bro. I'm okay with this. We so still I- we still have a triple A tag title match coming up in uh December. I just put that card up on the Everything Pro Wrestling Official Facebook page. Go like it. Go cheap plug. That. Cheap plug, cheap plug. And um yeah, B for this match. I thought it was good. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Derek, Derek, Derek. Miro and Brian Danielson. Um, I don't know how to feel about this match. To me, this was like the cool-down match. Usually it's match number two, but uh, it didn't happen that way in this one. No. Miro and Brian Danielson kind of felt like the cool-down match. They went from uh, a match that was very technical and kind of slow building a little bit, utilizing Miro's power and Brian's wrestling skill. Uh, Brian attempted a running knee at one point. Miro caught him and powerbombed him. He locked in the LaBelle lock, trying to get Miro to tap out. So the match was built around a lot of moves and everything. I don't want to get into all the moves for each match, like I told you guys. But... It ends with this weird, like, tornado DDT spot, and I felt like Miro maybe was supposed to block it and then get caught into the choke and then lose. I don't know, bro. I thought Miro was winning this one. I thought he was, too. Um, but uh, maybe maybe the storytelling is on a different page. Right? Yeah. Um <laughs> And like I said, this was for the number one contendership to be the world champion. And a lot of people are, uh, I, I don't know, I saw a lot of people picking Miro for the win. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe this isn't Miro's time right now because, I mean, he is a dominant force. So, honestly, like, who do you, who do you really have? I figure this title shot's coming, too, before the new year. Yeah. For whoever gets this. So, maybe there's a chance for him still to get in there some way, somehow. I, I just want Miro to continue to be built upon is the one thing I want. 
Uh, Brian is going hard right now in the media scrum saying Paige will have a short run and that he could be the face of AEW. Jeez, Louise. I love it. I love the shit talk. This is what we need in pro wrestling. Um, Rob says, lots of Eddie spots tonight. Can't believe it's been 16 years already. Yeah, love Eddie Guerrero, man. Um, RIP, man. One of the goats. Love him. Derek's favorite frog splash is uh, when Eddie Guerrero debuted on Raw. Eddie Guerrero! Eddie Guerrero on top! My God, what a frog splash! He used to watch that like every day, bro. <laughs> um, this match was a different type of fun. BJ says, I was surprised by the ending of this, but maybe this sets up his wife coming in and resets his direction. Good point. Good point. You could probably use Lana in a managerial role with Miro if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah I thought Miro was winning too. I wonder what's next for him. Same. Same, bro. Uh, Miro is going in the Lance Archer spot right now. I would, uh, What do you mean by that, Bradley? You got to elaborate. I want to hear your thoughts on that a little bit more when you can. Uh, God better watch their ass. Miro is coming for them. <laughs> Peace, bro. B minus for that match we gave it. Just the weird ending. That DDT spot looked really. I thought Miro was knocked out. Honestly, yeah, I, I, I think he got a uh, what do you call it stinger. Maybe, or maybe got knocked loopy. I, I don't. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. And I'm not a wrestler, so I don't know when somebody's uh, getting rocked or what. But, right. but hopefully he's all right. he's all right. Um, it didn't look like there was anybody left in the ring after after the match it, it, it just looked like uh and tony khan has said he has not confirmed a date yet for this match in the media scrum thank you man you guys are on point with the scrum notes absolutely getting some media scrum in here at the same time love it man and i appreciate all you guys who post that shit and do that for us like all love definitely appreciate it thank you matt and bj uh false count anywhere match Derek. We got the Super Click versus Christian Cage and the Jurassic Express. Derek is the biggest trios match, like biggest trios match fan. Yeah. I've n- I've never seen anybody who's more on board with these trios matches than Derek. Nah, bro. I'm just telling the truth, bro. Sloppy. I'm just telling the truth. Sloppy. Was this match sloppy tonight? Yes. I fucking disagree so <laughs> wholeheartedly with you. I won't say it was sloppy, but there was some sloppy points. No, nah, I need y'all to see this man when he's starting to tell sloppy lies. Sloppy points. <laughs> okay. Luchasaurus. I'm wait. Oh, shit. <laughs> all right. All right. We're, we'll get into this. Hold on here. Uh, Punk is coming up next on the media scrum. Rob said Archer is a chump. Miro isn't qu- at quite that point yet. Bradley says, I mean, Archer was floating around after losing countless title matches with this character. It's not clear where he is placed. I think he's floating, but the potential to be champ. Got it, Bradley. Okay. Dude, this match was long, but it was a freaking war, BJ said. Yeah, I would agree. The super click come out wearing the pink and black. Um, Christian Cage, Adam Cole was wearing the, oh, I said the super click, Jesus. Uh, Christian Cage comes out and the Jurassic Express, they're all kind of rocking jeans. I didn't know dinosaurs had jeans. I thought they were all stonewashed. Matt Lopez says Derek Lyon. This was match of the night. <laughs> Disagree, Matt. Mm-mm. Matt, tell him he's hating. Tell Derek stop hating, bro. Derek hates on trios matches for no reason. Sloppy, this match had a lot of action and to quote Dusty Rhodes, plunder. I wanted someone to give me some dusty commentary. In this he laid his tired ass out with a trash can. 
We didn't get any funny Dusty. Adam Cole was bleeding in this match, too, bro. I don't think I've ever seen Adam Cole bleed. I could not think of a time uh, where he bled. Uh, any uh, war games. Did he? I think he did. I'm going to have to go back and look this up. But if he did, God bless the man. Yeah. He was bleeding a lot here. I couldn't believe it. Uh, we get a nice Frankensteiner through the table on Adam Cole. We have Matt Jackson drop that Macho Man elbow drop on Luchasaurus. Ah, thing of beauty. Chef's kiss right there, bro. Very well done. Uh, we get the super click kiss spot with the thumbtacks and Jungle Boy's mouth. They just they beat the shit out of Jungle Boy in this matchup. I wonder if his mouth was bleeding after that match. I, I hope not, because that's just nasty. And I hate spots with tacks. Just uh, I would never. That's why I couldn't be a wrestler, bro. I'm like, nope, you ain't slamming me on no damn tax, bro. Listen, I, I, I'd rather get slammed. On tax and Legos, tax and Legos. The only the only thing that bothers me about tax, bro, is if you catch that one tack right up under that nail, bro. <laughs> that, that's ball game. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. This man is tapped out. <laughs> that's it. Can't uh, do it. Bradley said, "I want a cage to turn heel." Bradley, I thought the same thing was going to happen at a couple points in this, especially at the finish. Rob says, <laughs> "Door out." What did I do? I didn't do anything. Exit stage left. <laughs> Pulling me off stage like the night at the Apollo. <laughs> so after that, we get some bloodiness, and they move their way up to the top of the stage for everything. People getting low blowed. People, it turns into a super kick party. There were a lot of good saves in this, too, I will say, like where people, where it looked like the pinfall was <laughs> happening, and I thought it was over, and then somebody would just run out of nowhere and be like, nope, keep it going, right. keep it going. Right. And I like that. Um, on top of the stage, Luchasaurus hit that shooting star press. I know he had that botch before that, but he made up with the shooting star press. Yes. Here's my thing with Luchasaurus, bro. And I know I'm just a fan, Luchasaurus. You can say, yo, you don't do wrestling. Shut the hell up. I just want to say this. Luchasaurus does not have to do all that shit. No. Like the spots where, what was it? They had the chairs in the ring where he messed up and, uh, they were swinging the chairs and dude, you don't need to do all that. No. You, you are so powerful and so big that you could just do your choke slams. Like, I'm glad they stopped doing, like, all the choke slams with all the extra shit. He doesn't need to. Say, no. The pay-per-view, like, what you did tonight, cool. You can save it for that one time and just do it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for somebody that big, who has the ability? Not not saying he doesn't have the ability. but We've seen him hit it countless times. It's just when there's a mess up, like, when he went past the chair and then it was like, oh, shit. Right. It looks awkward. It does because he – you could tell he doesn't know how to recover it at times. It's like, oh shit, I messed that up. Okay, hold on, let me let me let me pause for a second. But yeah, for him, get on get on the Kane and the Undertaker kind of style. Just like give give people the big boot. You don't need to do the spinning roundhouse kicks, none of that stuff. Like you're good. We understand that. We acknowledge that. But half the time you don't have to do it. Yeah, limit limit it. Undertaker didn't do a dive over the rope every night because right. he didn't need to. Right, exactly. I, I can respect that. I respect the work rate. Tokyo says that this match was not pay-per-view worthy. Should have kept this shit on Dynamite or Rampage. I don't know if you agree with that. You you're, you hate Trio, so I'm going to let you two vibe with each other. because Tokyo, I'm with you. Okay. Tokyo, I'm not. I, I like this match being on the pay-per-view. Luchasaurus needs to win a belt soon. Don't want to see him get overlooked. I hate that Luchasaurus won cow spot. It was pointless and no one popped. I don't even remember what we're talking about here with that spot. I can't remember it, but 
He hits that move. Christian comes out with the chairs. Matt Jackson's down on the stage after people were all down getting choke slammed on top of each other. Cutler and Nakazawa are out there. Why? Because they need to be doing something, I guess. Crazy. Jungle Boy does the concerto, and I thought he wasn't going to be able to do it, and Christian was going to turn like Bradley had brought up before. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's he, not what happened. No, he, he definitely gave the inclin, uh, inclination that he was going to not do the concerto. He thought against it because that, that's not particularly his style. But that he, Christian Jungle Boy match, once it happens, is going to be fire, I think. Oh, oh absolutely. Absolutely. After Concerto, Jungle Boy gets the pen one, two, three. I thought the right team won in this one. Like, this was one of the ones where yes. I saw a lot of people picking super click, and I'm like, nah, man, baby faces need this win. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus could, could not really afford another loss again no, in they, that big match situation. They've been getting over on them lately, so they, they needed this match. Yeah, I agree. We gave this one a B as well. I thought it was a good match. Um, Moving forward here, let's show some love to – this tag match that was added. Pac and Cody versus Malachi Black and Andre El Idolo. We start off with the usual communication bullshit issues with Pac and Cody. I don't know what the fuck this is. I don't know what people's beef with Cody is. I don't know where this shit is all going at this point because I don't know. Who knows, bro? This is That's how I felt with this match, though. It's kind of like a I don't know thing. Do you think this would have been better as a four-way instead of a tag match? Yes. Um, I, I when they made it a tag match, I, I didn't really understand why they did that because, like, these, these are four men who have never tagged with each other. Well, I think they like the connection between Malachi Black and Andrade, which is Malachi's wife, is the Thea Trinidad, who is Zelina Vega in WWE, and she managed Andrade. So there's a connection between the two. I, I yeah, I mean, I could, I could see that, but. In the in the grand scheme of things, this should have just been like a, an all-out brawl, but between all four of them, and it should have just been. I was also hoping what we got, what BJ had predicted on the podcast, that we got Brody King here to join the House of Black. Malachi's been teasing something is happening soon, and he sounds like he's in good spirits about it. So I'm patiently waiting. I need the House of Black to become a thing. Let's get the butcher and the blade. Give me Abaddon. Give me the bunny. Put all of them together. I'm tired of it. Listen, you put that together. Mm. 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 Rob just yelled at us. Christian ain't turning on Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy is Hollywood. Jack Perry equals money. Bradley says, I hate Cody. Bradley, why? <laughs> I have to know everybody's reason for hating Cody because there's not like one synonymous reason. It's just everybody's got different reasons, and I would love to hear yours. Rob hates Brandy, so that just goes to Cody. That that reality show didn't help. Right. This could have been on Dynamite. This match being here was Cody's fault. <laughs> <laughs> he has go-away heat with me, he says. Fuck you, Cody. We want pack. Jeez, Louise. They could have done another Adam Cole versus Jungle Boy. Maybe we'll get that in the future, Ace. Uh, I'm going to say I didn't like this tag match. It didn't click with me. It wasn't very good. I hate babyface Cody. Matt, let me tell you why I thought this tag match kind of worked to an extent. It, it makes sense, sort of. So early on in the match, Cody ends up getting his face kicked off by Malachi Black. Pac ends up in a two-on-one situation, essentially against both competitors. 
Cody gets the hot tag, and fans are lukewarm, if I'm being nice about it, truthfully. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he goes for the figure four, and Pack hits a 450 off the top rope for like a double team move. Andrade grabs the ropes. There was a dive spot where Pack. So at first, I thought this could have been a botch or something had happened, but I think they did this on purpose, bro. He was on one side of the ring, but the guy's moving around, and it looks like Pac's like, hey, 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 what are you doing? And then he's getting near Cody on purpose because Cody's on the other side. But it looks like there's miscommunication because Pac and Cody don't team. They don't know each other enough. And right. I think they did that on purpose to where it was like, I'm just going to walk around then. Right. And okay. when you go for the move, you didn't see Cody. So I think the, the miscommunication and the bad shit that's in this is supposed to be in there. Probably. I would. I would I, listen, I wouldn't doubt it. Not taking anything away from these four men, they are definitely some of the best in the world. I just didn't care for this match to be a tag team match. Fatal Four Away would have been better. Listen, Pack hits the Poison Rana, Black Arrow, one, two, three. They get the win as a tag team. Stop doing the kettlebell lifts. <laughs> Man's got the meanest obliques ever. Bro is D's for no reason. <laughs> you know, I was watching that promo the other day too. That was that was a great promo. The one where he was uh lifting the uh obliques. Yeah. When he was getting D's, getting D's standing outside freaking cold. Like these what? These nuts. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I will never do that again. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> B minus for this match. I got nothing to say. I had to hit it twice, bro. I lied. I just couldn't do anything with it. I, I do think the heels should have won. I got this one totally wrong. Yeah, the, the heels definitely should have won. Uh, let's go and let's get some comments here. Uh, the dude tries to be relatable. He's all about this face BS. He acts humble. How is that entrance humble? Adrenaline in my soul. Something, something. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> I, I like Cody. I don't know what it is. Malachi Black and Andrade should have won. I'm with you, Ace. A face is supposed to be likable or relatable slash entertaining. It's hard being a baby face in today's wrestling, though. It really is. I wouldn't want to be a baby face. Wrong team one. Cody is none of those things. Uh, Punk says fans will be stoked for his next feuds and matches. Oh, shit. After the match, FTR came down to aid Andrade because Andrade has paid for their assistance, and they come and whoop some ass. So I think we may end up getting a uh, matchup here with Pac, the Lucha Bros versus Andrade and FTR, maybe. Oh, maybe in a trios, maybe you go Pac and Cody again versus FTR mm-hmm. to create some issues, and then maybe Cody moves on to a feud with him. Mm-mm. No trios, bro. Maybe Cody just beats the shit out of Iron. Is that what we all want? Just beat Iron's ass? I don't know what Cody's supposed to do. He's in a rough spot, bro. Like, when you can't tell the person what to do, I don't know what to say. Yeah. I don't know what to say. No no trios match, though. No, that, nah, we, we, can, we can do without that. Okay. Uh, look. Cody should be like DDP and come through the crowd <laughs> like last week. The people's champ, the chili dog champ, like a bala. <laughs> Next up, we have the AEW Women's Championship match. We have the lovely Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Ty Conti. 
Um, going back to what BJ and everyone was saying about the first match, Derek, were you excited for this? Not, yeah. not really, because there there was no build up to it. Yeah, it was about like I got a nice ass, right? <laughs> I got a nicer ass than you, and all this shit. I was like, what is going on with this? Right. I felt like. Cheetah and Serena Deeb could have been on this show more than this match. Yeah. Yes, maybe I'm just being ignorant, but no, I, I agree. Like, like I said, bro, like there, there was nothing, nothing to be said about this match. It, it, it just kind of happened. It was just like, all right, Ty Conti's got a got a title title shot with uh, Britt Baker. I'm like, whoa, 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 what? I mean, no, no disrespect to Ty Conti. I love Ty Conti, but it was just like. If she was going to get a title shot, there should have been some buildup for it. They didn't even have a few. It was just kind of like there. That's, that thumbs up is for BJ's comment about Punk said he wants Brody King in AEW. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm all about that. But continue, Derek. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, yeah, it just, it just wasn't It just wasn't there for me. Like I, I don't think she was ready for that platform yet. Um she like she she still had she, there was a time where she didn't really wrestle that much. Yeah, yeah. Good point, Rob. Too about the steamboat thing. Um, BJ said this match came into its own by the end, but it was a super slow build. It's like they both started rough and showed their own individual growth through the match. Yeah, I was talking uh, with Casey about this match because Casey's a big Britt Baker fan, but he wasn't a fan really of how this was all set up and yeah. placed. And I so. Fozzie's guitarist came out and played Britt Baker out. I thought it was cool. I was all right with it. It was all right, yeah. Um, it was cool. It wasn't the best. Um, Ty I, think Con- I think he overpowered the the, the guitar. Yeah, <laughs> he was think- rocking the axe too much for you. Yeah, I think he overpowered it. A little I think much. I think Rebel and Jamie Hader when they came out though they were like trying to touch the guitar too. Maybe they messed him up. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but hey, who knows what was planned and what wasn't with that? I thought yeah. it was fine. Um, we saw like. The triple kick from Ty Conti, the air raid crash on the apron. They tried to do some stuff, nasty curb stomp with it. Uh, Ty Conti did a moonsault that ugh, that land that that landing looked a little bit rough for like Jamie Hader yeah. and who every rebel everyone who had to catch her was just like woo rough. Yeah, but in the end, we see the DDT for a two count lock job was attempted. She gets out, rolls through, but then Britt Baker rolls through with her one two three match is over. C plus, listen, fuck around if you want to. We all know what we want to see. We want to see fucking Britt Baker versus our girl, Thunder Rosa. I think it's happened at Revolution, Steel Cage. That's it, bro. Case closed. Fuck all that. Exactly. Um, that that that's part two of what their last match together was. Like, like this is part two. Like, even though Thunder Rosa won that match, I think it's time for her to get the title belt because we, we've had, like, the little increment wins for uh, Britt in between. So this is, like, round one, increment, 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 increment. Round two, let me get my title because you got all these other matches in between over me. So I you you've got a winning record over me, but this is my time to cancel that out. I think they need to just let them rock, let them do their own thing. 
and just let the women have the match they need to have between Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. This is where we need to go. I think it's time to get there. It is. It, it's 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 a it was another it was another slow burn. I, I just don't think you can hold off on it again either. No, you can't because then after that, I think I think if you hold off on it again, I think you lose Thunder Rosa as being a contender. Yeah, because then now you have to push somebody else for that, and it's not time for anybody else yet. Bradley thought the chemistry between Baker and uh, Ty Conti was poor. So let me ask this. I said this match was going to be a heat check for Ty Conti. Did she pass the heat check, or do you think it's a, nah, let's let's relegate? I, I, I think she I think she passed. I think I think this is just a situation where she was just kind of thrown into this whole match. BJ said it was a song full of power chords. That's why it felt so overwhelming, probably. There you go. Uh, Rob says it kind of feels like this would have been Anna J's story if she didn't get hurt. The story to me was to show how Tay had worked harder for her opportunity while Britt just kissed ass. Uh, Ty Conti was okay, her best match. Ooh, I wouldn't say that. I think she's had some better ones on Dynamite over the last few weeks. Her her matches leading up to this were pretty good. Uh, Punk says he wants more ROH talent to show up in AEW. Nice. Jamie a Rebel knows what it's like to feel to take a Charlotte dive now. Jeez. Uh, which is bullshit because if I recall correctly, AEW called Britt, not the other way around. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, I want Britt Baker versus Jamie. I think you'll get that down the line, Tokyo. Britt is a good champ, but at the level of contenders, there's only one Thunder Rosa. Rosa. Thank you for the eye roll. <laughs> I think she passed. Uh, Conti TBS champ at best, someone's saying. Uh, Ty needs more time. She's not ready. I, I, I feel like you give her another test. I don't I I, I think she passed, bro. I, I don't I don't think she passed with flying colors. But I think she passed. You know, I think she's willing to take another shot on. Yeah, definitely, bro. I, I, I you got to give her another go. Matt Lopez says I think Ty passed. It's uh, something tells me if Thunder Rosa wasn't the match everyone wanted, maybe she could have been next in line. <laughs> Rich slash Fozzie suck. That's why. Jeez, Louise, you guys. Fozzie did nothing wrong. C plus. We gave that match. C+. Let's get into one of the matches we were both most looking forward to it's a match if you are an independent wrestling fan this is like a a wet dream once again for you right um i don't know that sounded like it felt good yes Derek definitely just popped his freaking elbow disgusting this is why you don't play baseball <laughs> like that jeez louise oh good though so these guys put on a great promo it all started just with the backstage talking who would have thought something like that work? Who would have thought? I don't know. Maybe I'm the dumbass, but honestly, I thought that the way they set this up was great. Oh, yeah. Setup was perfect. CM Punk comes out. He, We were all talking, is he rocking the long boys? Is he rocking the trunks? This motherfucker comes out. I was like... Curveball motherfuckers, MMA shorts. <laughs> Love it. Punk was rocking the Chicago style shorts. So I thought it was a good look for him. It was. Um, it, you know what? It, it gave me the uh the MMA kind of feeling. Right? Um, just to have the, the shorts on and stuff like that. I I, I like I liked it. <laughs> Rob, I'm done with you. <laughs> I'm just leaving that up on the screen for a second so people can see why. Terrible. 
Um, before the match even begins, Eddie Kingston just nailed a spinning back fist on Punk. No fucks given. I love Eddie Kingston's attitude in this, though, bro. He's just 90s hip-hop, bro. Yes. Just yes. fucking real, hardcore. He's doing the damn thing. Um, I read that Players' Tribune article about him, bro, and it was so good, man. Like, I was about to cry in the doctor's office. I'm not even fucking joking about that. I'll never forget. Like, I'm sitting there waiting for my appointment to start, and I got a few minutes, and I'm just sitting there reading the article. All of a sudden, I felt like the the tears. It didn't come out, but it was just like the, damn, bro, this is some real shit, man. Just, just the buildup. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, yeah, man, let me put this down for a second. Let me get, right. get my composure and shit. I know I'm that stupid, hard-ass man generation trying not to be like that, but yeah. – Shit hurts, bro. When you read that shit, yeah. If you can, if you can get my tears, my uh, water ducts working, all respect, bro. All respect, because I'm like, damn, that's good shit. Um, so early going into this one, this is a legit fight. It feels like CM Punk got thrown into a ring post. He's bleeding, lots of blood tonight. <laughs> lots of blood. Uh, CM Punk is getting ready to mock John Cena. Derek Pop for this shit. He did the flip and then he got up. And he was about to do the do 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 do. Eddie Kingston, before he could even go for it, when he goes down for it, he goes, fuck you, motherfucker. And he starts going in. And, and CM Punk's like, what the fuck are you talking to? He just starts punching him. <laughs> and here's the thing. When you guys are, when I'm talking about some of these movements in the match, you're like, oh, he just did that move. Was it the fastest? No. But the 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 viciousness of the punches, the the way they were throwing them, the veracity. It looked real, bro. Like it looked like, yeah, I'm trying to like if it was a real fight, they're gonna be tired trying to beat the shit out of each other. I like it. Hit the like button for that reason alone. So during all of this match, they're fighting each other. Uh, we get another tribute, Eddie Guerrero, three amigos. CM Punk does it. We know about his match with Eddie. I love it. And he said tonight was for Eddie. I love the love that was shown to Eddie Guerrero tonight. It was so good. And this is not the end of the Eddie Guerrero love yet. Eddie Kingston yells, fuck you again, while Punk's getting sat up on the top row. Punk spits on him, it looked like. And then he said, fuck you, and started pounding on him, like, as hard as he could on his back and everything. Eddie's so exhausted that he's leaning on him. Punk's on the top rope. Big superplex off the top rope. CM Punk goes for a GTS with fatigue. He can't pen him. He's fucking tired. He's sitting where his legs are hunched over the apron, and he's sitting on the apron. Or excuse me, hunched over the bottom rope on the apron, and he's sitting on the apron. Kingston's knocked out. These guys look spit, and I'm and bro, honestly, what I'm what I have written here is basically the match for the most part. It's not a lot of shit. No, they 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 were oh. punk sweated up a storm, and I was like, what happened in this match, bro? Eddie Kingston uh, goes for the spinning back fist, uh, but he falls from exhaustion. And afterwards, CM Punk gets the GTS, and he wins the match, bro. Hey, this is simple fucking storytelling. This is what I'm talking about with simplicity. I don't like you. You don't like me. People were bringing up the shit they talked about each other. It's that real-life interaction that makes pro wrestling so fucking great sometimes. Right. This, uh, This definitely, definitely did not need to be anything more than what it was. Um. For me, it was an A plus solely off of just the the storytelling. For the short amount of time, what we had, what two weeks of story, two to three weeks of storytelling, but that two to three weeks hit so hard. And Eddie Kingston, hard as a motherfucker. Shout out to you, Brody. Um, you 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 definitely sell that hard knock life story 
And not not to say that you haven't been through it. I'm, I, I know you have, but when you bring it from that aspect to wrestling and make it work for any kind of story or storyline that you're working with, um, that's gold, bro. I appreciate you. Right. Um, some people are saying the less said of CM Punk and MMA better, the better. Yeah, he did it when he was older, too, though. Got to put that in there. But I don't think it it worked out the best for him. But CM Punk's doing great on commentary for it. He, I think he's done enough to where it's like, well, he can get in the ring. And he took an ass whooping. Like some people would not get in that cage if you paid them right. to take that ass whooping. Uh, dude, I finally read it and it shed tears. My God, what an article! See, shout out to BJ. I told you to read that after, man. I'm telling you, it was good. Uh, it should have been awesome if Punk did the "You can't see me" in the AA. I would have cried, bro. <laughs> me too, man. I would have. I really hope when Mox comes back, he turns heel with Kingston and they go into a feud with Brian and Punk. That should be fire. I am in front. Ooh, man, that 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 be chills right there, man. I just want to see a street fight with all them. Oh, fuck oh. you, motherfucker! <laughs> just son of a bitch. <laughs> Trash can shots to the head. After the match, though, Punk did try to shake Eddie Kingston's hand. Eddie Kingston didn't shake his hand because fuck all that. I respect it. I feel like Kingston was going crazy from his promos, too, towards the end. When, did you see the promo about the slug and the razor blade? Remind, I, if you didn't yeah. see, I got to show you this after. Yeah. Got to show you. Bro, he was talking about how he had a dream that he was like there was a razor, uh, a slug going across on a razor blade. And he said, I didn't know what the dream fucking meant until afterwards. And he's having like these crazy moments while he's st- like reiterating the story in a dark room. And he's like... Until I lost that match to Brian, then I realized CM Punk's the slug and I'm the razor blade. I was like, oh shit. And he, he just started going in. And I was like, that is a wild, like, he's just a great storyteller, bro. Fucking Eddie Kingston's the man. If you want to get into pro wrestling and learn how to cut promos, watch Eddie Kingston. Absolutely. One of the best. One of the best. Um, Baron Von Raschke is shown in the crowd. Uh, he's doing the claw. Respect to old school wrestlers. I love it. Minneapolis street fight. Honestly, bro, BJ, I want you to know I forgot this match as well when we were talking about the show tonight. There was, I don't know why this match was just not remembered by me. There's a reason for this, though. There's a reason for this. So we have ourselves this this big-ass street fight with Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, and American Top Team versus the Inner Circle. Uh, During all of this, Derek, we have to talk about the inner circle, they're coming out, they're rocking the fatigue gear. Uh, Santana and Ortiz come out with some dope ass face paint that was Kiss uh, inspired. I love it. We got to see Jake Hager and Arvlaski fight. We got to see uh, the quick tag into Junior Del Santos with Jericho. Uh, he even had a standing moose on Jericho, he almost busted his shit, but I respect it. He still went for the standing moonsault. Dan Lambert, hold on, bro. I got to roast your ass. Dan Lambert came out looking like fucking Jackie Moon. I don't know what he was wearing. He had the, the sweatband on, all that shit. And I'm like, yo, how is he with American Top Team looking like this? He is a fucking heel. All I know is my man Brian Zane from Wrestling With Regret is going to be pissed that you did that to the velour suit, bro. going to be pissed. <laughs> When's the last time you rocked the velour suit, D? O2 <laughs> had some real sweat that day. Uh, O2, let's see. What's O2? 
right? Oh, one oh two, something like that. Right. Uh oh. Okay, everybody. I see you guys. I see you guys. I don't want to put that up yet. Uh, the beginning of this match had tags. Why? BJ, this match had tags, I think, in the beginning because of the false count anywhere match. They didn't do that at all. So I think they had to set a standard of rules, but they knew once this breaks down, we can have a street fight, basically. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So they just basically said, like, hey, let's agree, everybody. Let's wait on the corners. We're going to do this the right way. And then eventually they said, fuck it. And what are you going to do? DQ them? You got nothing. Nothing. So basically, it just had to happen that way. <laughs> Wrestle me sexy. I'm done. I'm done. I actually love that song, though. Uh, BJ said the same thing. Kind of hated uh, the way this match played out. There were some spots in this. We'll get into it. Um, Hager did a dive off the top rope, which was like, what the hell? Jericho went underneath the ring and pulled out a print symbol. He was trying to make someone take a dip in the Lake Minnetonka. He did not give a fuck. He pulled out a print symbol at one point. We had uh, the camel cutch gory special combination on Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page with uh, PMP. I loved it. That was a good spot. And then Sammy Guevara, ignorant ass, came in and threw a football at Scorpio Sky <laughs> just because he was like, ah, fuck you. Just threw the football at him. It made me laugh. I don't know why. The Spanish God. Damn it. So, uh, <laughs> Jake Hager, uh, he comes in the ring, starts hitting Ethan Page and Arblowski with a toaster. Uh, we got Jericho using water skis as weapons. Everything is all over here. We get a double superplex by Santana and Ortiz on Junior Del Santos. They set up the big ladder on the outside. I'm talking like the Jeff Hardy motherfucker one, like super tall, really big. Um, Sammy Guevara hits that fucking classic Jeff Hardy swanton. Where he just doesn't rotate over all the way. Oh. Um, yeah, he hit that off the top. Good, good moment, I think, for Sammy. That's yeah. going to be on some highlight packages in the future, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, what else happened in this match? Ethan Page got too close to Baron Von Raskin, got stuck with the Iron Claw. First off, this motherfucker took way too long to put it on. Ethan Page's hands were up like, come on, do it. <laughs> He's just like, ah, he played to the crowd fully. He did not give a fuck. He's like, we're, I'm getting my 15 minutes of fame. Right, exactly. Put it on him. And uh, I love that he locked that in for a second. That was really cool. And, bro, after all this is happening, whose dumbass gets in the ring but your boy, Jackie Moon, Dan Lambert. He's taunting. He's talking his big shit. Jericho starts beating the shit out of him. Here comes Junior Del Santos for help. Jericho grabs a kendo stick nearby and whoops both their asses. And eventually, Chris Jericho decides he's going to win this match with a frog splash from the top rope in tribute to Eddie Guerrero. One, two, three. The inner circle get the dub. Game blouses. <laughs> and they get the victory. <laughs> and BJ wrote it too. <laughs> Oh, it's money. After the match, Chris Jericho went backstage and made him pancakes. I'm kidding. If you guys have never seen Dave Chappelle, you have no clue what we're talking about. But it's a fucking great segment. Just type in Dave Chappelle as Brits. Um, yeah. Well done, bro. <laughs> you probably want to say that too. After I gave this a B. It was it was harmless fun. I think yeah. the MMA guys did bring it down a little. Yeah, I mean, but but you you can't harbor on it that much because this was they 
people have to realize they don't wrestle wrestle. Rob said Brave Little Toaster is all elite according to Nyla Rose. Probably using that shit right now. All of them backstage. Let me see this shit work. Peace. Um, yes. But uh, yeah, like the people gotta realize you UFC fighters are not used to wrestling. They're, I mean, they wrestle, but they're not used to this kind of wrestling. So you, you have to cut them some slack. And, and and this was short notice. Short notice is right. And we've got everybody talking in the chat. So let's bring it up, Derek. So after the match, Jericho said, I love you, Eddie. We get a rundown of the dynamite card that I spoke of before the acclaimed Leo Rush, Dante Mara, and Nyla Rose versus Sheeta in the TBS tournament. And the Butcher and the motherfucking Blade versus Orange Cassidy and Ishii. Shout out to Solid Monster, who I bit that from. Um, Orange Cassidy and Ishii, Stone Pitbull, should be great. Tony Schiavone announces that there's a new person who is All Elite. He has won championships in many other different promotions. And who is All Elite, Derek? Ooh, yeah. Black Machismo, yeah. Jay Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal is now with AEW. I never thought I would see the day. And we're getting oh, some man. live kind of updates here. Uh, <laughs> Rob said, I finally remember Nas's theme. Uh, it's Steve's theme. Hell yeah. I wish he could come out to that. That shit's probably expensive as fuck. Yeah, that, that was a dope, dope song. Right? Uh, Bronson Reed just showed up at New Japan Pro Wrestling Show now. Matt Lopez, all you need to do is tell me if Buddy Matthews and Okada wrestle. I'm I'm gonna lose my shit. I can't wait to watch that entire show. That's pretty dope, though. Bronson Reed in New Japan, fucking great move, in my opinion. He needed to get away from all that other shit he was just dealing with. Jericho sent Dan home. You damn right he did. Purify yourselves <laughs> in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Uh, Lethal said it feel, he feels like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory that he won the golden ticket. Oh, what a nice thing for him to say. Um, Lethal said it was scary seeing ROH closing its doors now. I saw the beacons of light of AEW, and he is calling it home. Bronson Reed laid out Finn Juice. Lethal will not be at final battle. Oh, shit. We're finding out a lot about Jay Lethal. Uh, what about the bunt cake? <laughs> VJ, no, it doesn't look like him being on the poster was a sign Lethal wasn't going to be at final battle. Um, hopefully this storyline is finally over. Kind of want Inner Circle to go their separate ways. Hangman is up now at the media scrum. It's happening now. Okada versus Buddy Matthews. Shit. I'm going to have to go back and watch this. I can't wait. Battle of the Valley, definitely go and check it out if you guys have New Japan World. But Jay Lethal made a challenge to Sammy Guevara. And Sammy Guevara came right back out after his match and said, you want to shot the title? You're on. So Jay Lethal and Sammy Guevara is going to happen for the TNT Championship. Oh, boy. that that That's going to be something right there, man. I just wonder if Jay Lethal is going to pull out the Cole Cabana. Cole Cabana wrestled so different in his entry days of Ring of Honor that he came to AEW. I'm like, look at that man move. He can go. Listen, I, I, I think I think Jay is definitely going to show out on Wednesday. And I think it's going to be well appreciated, at least in my eyes. I think it will be well appreciated to his uh, performance against uh, the Spanish God. I can't wait for that. Yeah, it's going to be a, a, a banger, bro. 
I don't even know how else to say it. And we're going to talk about the matches on the poster. It looks like I just got rid of us, but no, I just put up the poster. Um, poster? We did previews and predictions for this show, and this is what it was all about. Hangman, Adam Page, and Cow Kenny. boy, shit. She is near. <laughs> and uh, Kenny Omega, former tag team champions at one point. One winged angel. I didn't told y'all about saying that fucking winged shit. One winged angel is the proper way you say it. <laughs> World title match. Adam Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega with Don Callis. Can I say, Hangman Page special entrance, that video package? That was nice. Fucking fire. That Bro, nice. I just want people to know this right now. We've been talking about different shit to do for the show. We've been talking about all this stuff. But if you have followed us from day one. The only time this show ever took a hiatus or a break was when my dad got sick. But we've been telling you guys since day fucking one. Adam Hangman Page is going to be AEW champion. When he lost to Chris Jericho at All Out, the time was not right. It will be in the future. Guess what? It's two years later, and the time was motherfucking right. Mm -hmm. They did the right thing here, and... I just can't believe how this all played out. I could go move for move. This was fucking a great match. I'll try to point out a few moves that I really liked and go through this. And Derek, chime in when you want, bro. But this was the beginning of the end. Derek kept talking about it. He saw it happening as well. This was great, man. We, we thought things were going to – we thought the turn was going to happen several times, and they kept fucking playing us with Kenny. Yep. Like, nope, not yet. Nope, not yet. And Kenny never really beat the shit out of him. Kenny just dished his ass. He was yeah. like, nah, fuck off. And I think that hurts even more. Yeah, yeah, because uh, the the level of respect wasn't there when he just pushed him off. And like, yeah, I'm out. I'm not even, I'm not even going <laughs> to waste my time with you. Bro. Rob brings up a good point. So Kenny was the first one to kick out of the one-wing angel in AEW. What? An egomaniac. <laughs> We said the same thing. Like, so technically, Kenny did it first. Right, Crazy. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. So let's run through this real quick because I want to get everybody's thoughts. So if you guys have any like thoughts about the after effects of this, get ready to load those in, and I'll try to go through them real quick. Special video package from All Out to Present. Match was a slow build early on, as Derek said. Derek gave me that note, like, yeah, nothing's really happened yet that we're that we're not expecting, but they're starting to crank it up. Yep, it's getting cranked up. Kenny's doing, uh, Kenny T's is doing a buckshot lariat. He walks in and Hangman was beating the shit out of him. He looked confident tonight versus in his other matches where it was kind of like, nah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he seemed like a little, um, little reserved in his late, you know, his past matches. But this one, this one was like, nah, I'm going all out. I'm about to beat your ass, bro. That fucking springboard Liger bomb that Kenny Omega hit. I will never let you sully the good name of Kenny Omega. You show me someone who could hit a springboard Liger bomb, bro. That shit was nice. And he stacked them. He just stacked them perfectly, bro. Kenny Stack Omega is bomb. fucking good. You can call him Kenny McFingerbang, fucking Kenny Jazz Olivier. Hands, Kenny Olivier, whatever you want, bro. Fucking nice, dude, that he hit that. B-Will, I got to hit you up on that, bro. I need that springboard Liger bomb in the game. AEW just, they, they probably drive people crazy with this shit, bro. Oh, man. Yeah, I think they purposely just practice stuff throughout the week. Because, you know, they're only on once a week. Yeah, but, but when they do those crazy moves, someone's like, God damn, how many moves am I going to have to put in? 
How many moves do I have to put in this video game? What are y'all right. doing to me? Slow down. Hangman knocks the camera off the post. He eventually does his um, big dive through that table on the outside. Shout out to uh, B-Boy Skyline. Told your ass that was happening. Uh, he went through the table there because he thought they were going to use that table in the uh, street fight. Oh, but yeah. it ended up getting used in this match. He dives through. Callus is bitching. JR said it should be a crime for him wearing them damn shoes he was wearing. Oh, my God. Don, you know, Don Callis. I thought it was the drip, bro. He, he, was, he, was, he was rocking that shit. Don Callis got the drip for real, for real. <laughs> That's your man's. That would be your manager if you had to choose one in wrestling right now. Yeah, I think I'd hang with MVP, but I respect it though. <laughs> that was the line of our night too. I respect it. I respect it. So afterwards, oh, even though we got layers, it is now also hashtag. I respect it. So. <laughs> <laughs> we get a uh, buckshot of Lariat attempt at one point, and Kenny Omega like was collapsing, and eventually we get it again. Hangman's going for the buckshot Lariat, and this time Kenny pulls the ref in front. Ref goes down, right? Callus grabs the title. Some fuckery's about to go down, and eventually we see him hit the dead eye. There's no ref, though. Aubrey books it down to the ring. One, two... Kick out that motherfucker. Derek and B- Jordan B-Boy Skyline yeah. swore to God it was three. Yo, if y'all go back. Closest you know, two count. Bro, when I say hairline, bro, that hand looked like it touched the mat. Bro, so close. And then we get back and forth with the elbows and V-triggers. I thought yeah. that was dope, oh. too. Then the Young Bucks come out, and they're hobbling their asses down because they didn't got whooped on in that false Count Anywhere match. The Buckshot Lariat was countered uh, into a one-wing angel. Kenny Omega, first man to kick out of the one-wing angel. Got him. <laughs> Everybody thought it was going to be Paige, but it wasn't. On the outside, Matt Jackson, going back to remember what was said. He said, you guys... Come ringside and interfere in my match. I'm going to ruin you. He said that last week. And before that, when he said that, he was wearing the same clothes that he wore when he said, hey, can you guys be ringside for me at All Out? And they didn't show up. Right. The Bucks let him down. And you would think the Bucks were going to interfere here, but instead Matt Jackson gave him the nod, like, it's your time, do it. And I was like, what the fuck? Very weird how they did that. Buckshot Lariat, Derek. One, two. Cowboy shit. Grade of an A. We have all finally went through the big two-year story arc. I thought it was fucking great. Honestly, if I give the story arc something, it would be an A+. plus. But this match, I'm giving it an A. If we base it all on the storyline, it's an A-plus match, honestly. And I would say the same thing for even um, some of the other matches here tonight. Like We we gave this match an A. We gave the MJF Derby an A. And we gave Punk and Kingston an A. And Three A's for all fucking different reasons. Yes. Solid, man. Very solid. Very, very solid. And uh, I couldn't I couldn't put man, I can't even put the words together. Cause when you have three matches like that, or three different scenarios that have three different, completely three different storylines and those matches are built off of those storylines and they come to fruition. It's so potent that it's, 
it had different endings and it all just worked. You had Darby and MJF, the the rise of the upstars. You have an indie kind of dream match with Punk and Kingston from guys who like in 03 were the up-and-comers. Right. And now they're the shit and they're older guys and they're helping the younger talent. Mm -hmm. Then you have this match with Kenny Omega and Hangman Page, the present, the guys who really this company was built off of their back. When I hear the E in Elite, I do think of these guys, the Elite, including Cody. I know sometimes people don't want to include them and they say, oh, they had a falling out. Fuck all that. Cody's part of this too. And these guys, AEW was built off of anybody who was in that bullet club faction that hung out with them. Absolutely. So to me, this all works, man. Um, I love it. A for this match. The Dark Order come out to congratulate Paige. Show closes. Now, I'm going to have everybody start getting their final grades ready, too, because me and Derek are going to talk about ours and what we're giving this show. But I want to read what everybody is saying about this one. Uh, Kenny's Twitter banner was a prophecy. He had the first all-out banner as his uh, – it featured four people, Jericho, Mox, Omega, Hangman, the first four champions of AEW. Mm-hmm. Respect. And, BJ, I did peep that as well. I like to save some spoilers for the people. I respect. <laughs> uh the bucks came to hangman's corner by the way uh i didn't catch that either until afterwards on twitter they finally supported him beautiful storyline uh tokyo said b matt lopez said a i love it man uh overall score for the show Derek, we went with an a minus because we were Absolutely. teetering on a b plus but i thought we had to give it three a's and you're not going to give this show an a minus with a lot of B's and one C plus match. Yeah, no, it you know what carried it to the A again, the 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 three storylines that alone itself carried the show to an A. Not to say the show was bad because the show wasn't bad at all, but that's what carried it to an A. BJ agrees with the A minus. KJ, what's good? Yo, Conrad, Derek, how are you doing, my friends? I am well. Thank you for joining us, KJ. Uh, Hangman will have a short title reign, Tokyo says. Jesus is saying thumbs up. Omega Cole Bucks feud, Matt Lopez says. I don't think so. I think there's a a potential story in here, Derek, where Omega could take some time off and maybe Adam Cole is sliding into his spot again, saying he's in charge of this group now. And we got to do the right thing. We are elite, baby. And we're the super click. We got to do this and that. It maybe brings in some friends. Friends like Bobby Fish. And maybe Bobby Fish will find someone to tag with whose contract's ending soon. If you're a smart man, you don't sign that fucking deal. Mm -mm. I wouldn't do it. No. You want to be tagging with the thumb? Mm-hmm. Gonna be tagging with Buffalo Bill. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be tagging with Von fucking Wagner? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it. I would come to AEW if I'm Kyle O'Reilly. Exactly. Bring, bring, bring yourself, bro. Just, just it, it's, it's inevitable. <laughs> Jesus, Robert. B plus because that filthy. I'm. I will not repeat that word. Maybe miss <laughs> the ending. I apologize, Robert, that you had to miss the ending of the show. It wasn't my fault. I'm not I'm not the person he's speaking of, but I apologize that he had to miss any. I felt bad. Uh, Inner Circle versus American Top Team could have been on regular TV. Took away from the show, I felt. Okay. 
Happy for Adam Page. Match of the night, match of the year contender, Jesus says. Oh. Yes, Omega does have a title defense, uh, Bradley. Thank you for bringing that up in AAA. Yes, he's still the AAA Mega Champion. He has not lost all of his titles yet. Um, let's see here. Uh, this that is going to be a banger. Wagner made it to SmackDown before Kyle did. LOL. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, you mean Adam Pierce's new bodyguard? Yeah, I think that was storytelling, Matt. Like you, we were talking in private messages about that too. It's very storytelling. What to do with this? A minus for the show, Derek. So. Before we get ready to head on out of here, guys, like I said, please hit that like button on your way out if you're still in here rocking with us. I appreciate you guys. And please leave me a comment down below. Tell me your match of the night. Tell me what you're feeling in AW, what you're looking forward to, what you want to do with uh, some stuff in AW. Tell us what you want, what kind of content you want. Give me something in the comment section below. Even after this video ends, all of you guys that are in here, please leave me a comment. I don't know where the content is going to go going forward. I think for now, we're going to try to do the Dynamite reviews as for as long as we can. I want to see how the progression goes with it because I feel like we've lost steam um, when it comes to it. And we're, we're just looking at doing some new ideas for the channel overall. And that goes for the podcasting portion and everything else that happens with it. So with that being said, um, Derek will still be featured on stuff. I'm not saying Derek's going away. He's banned. We're going to just try to feature Derek on some different things, and we may take the podcast in a different route than just Dynamite Reviews. Pray for this man if he has to talk about WWE because you know how he gets. But we're going to we're gonna try and make some moves and do some different things. And once these god darn video games come out, we'll, oh, uh, we'll get some content with that going as well. Oh, boy. I've been working on it. I've kind of been learning some things slowly but surely, so content will be coming for that. Uh, I'll try to make some news video updates when I can. It's been busy for me at work, and it's just tough sometimes to try to make those videos right away. I got other things that I have to do, family life, everything with it. But I do appreciate everybody who rocks with us, who tunes in every week. You know the names. You know if we're friends. You know what you guys do. And uh, I have to give a big shout out to all of you who love and support me. Too many people to name. But if you've ever done something for me, watch the video. I thank you. I do it a lot, but I want you to know that I mean it. So thank you. It's appreciated. Uh, let's get to some of these comments before we get on out of here. Also note, uh, El Haido del Vikingo. Uh, he basically is Roman Reigns at AAA and carried the company during the pandemic. That is a fact. He is very talented. Uh, I've, I've seen him wrestle a couple times, but I like what he does. He is hopefully getting pushed, so this is a must-watch match. For sure, Bradley, for sure. Raw reviews, please. Hey, Zeus, I hate you. I, raw reviews will come back once I see that $100 donation. <laughs> I need the $100 bomb in here, hey, Zeus. I'm going to give that to a charity. You can pick the charity. Better be a good one. Uh, don't buy GTA Remake. It's trash. Oh, I've already been notified by Rob not to do that, Tokyo. Thank you. Uh, we need Ishii versus Miro, Conrad. Yes, we do. Big hoss man match. <laughs> Derek, what do you got to say, bro? You've been quiet for a minute. Ah, oh, man. Listen, I, I appreciate you guys for hanging out with us, um, supporting the channel, supporting his channel and everything. Um, I, you know, just help, just continue to help us grow this beautiful thing that we're doing um 
again, we're not we're not we're not looking for any donations. Like no no no. Well, money. hold on now, hold well, on now. Wait. I'll take all the money. If someone about to give me a million, put well, it in the wait, chat. Wait, wait. I mean, you, you know what I mean. You're like. I'm, I'm being stupid. Listen, like, listen, I tell people this. Most other reviewers, the big people, and this is not a shot at them either. I get it. They can't answer everybody's question, but I can interact with all of you guys at the point I'm at right now. I try to read your comments without you having to donate stuff and uh, mention you guys on the show. Bradley says, I would say review MLW. Bradley, that's not a bad idea. I'm thinking more of a, a, a all-in-one type of show again, like we used to do. We'll see. We'll see. You guys dictate it. I'll keep putting up the YouTube like little posts and stuff. You guys could vote on things. I, I got some ideas for the video game content already. It's a beast. NXT 2.0 review. Jesus, what, what are you doing to me, bro? What are you doing to me? Do you want me to be angry on here all the time? Donations are welcome, but not expected. For sure, BJ. It's the true respect. Never, ever have I, I don't even think I've ever received a donation. If I did, it was when I was part of a group and we were uh, raising money for other things. So, right. Um, again, you know, just, you know, I'm happy that you guys came through to support his channel. Um, he already knew I was going to support the channel. I was going to be on here to help and try to help this grow. Um, but so we appreciate you guys for helping us. And oh. Let's just keep moving. Let's keep going. Rob said, but buy a, shirt there. buy a shirt, though. Rob did make all the shirt designs. I like them because they don't really have, like, faces on them or anything like that. You do have uh, the Derek Order one. Feel free to join the Derek Order. Hashtag I respect it is next. <laughs> Rob, that's you, Brody. So, um, yeah, make sure if you guys buy a shirt, we do get some of the, the money from that. And that's what we used to buy, new equipment. Uh, pay-per-views, things like that. It all goes back into the show that so that we can produce content for you guys at this point. Uh, will Okada show up on Dynamite, Derek? I hope so. That would be nice. I would love it. I, I got to see Okada Omega again, bro. I want Derek to see that shit so Derek will realize, like, what the fuck? They've been talking about this New Japan shit all the time. I'm not staying up till 2 a.m. I need Derek to be proven wrong. It's going to happen one of these days. Matt Lopez says, will you review Final Battle? Matt, I don't know if I'll do it immediately after because weekends are tough for me to do that because of a situation with the intern. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, but I will like to, I would like to try to review ROH and kind of give a, a total synopsis of the company because it could be the end. It might not be. So When is that coming off? In December. I th- it's usually around your birthday, Final Battle, truthfully, Derek. Yeah. So it might be the 11th or 14th. It's usually in that time frame, though. Right. So I'm going to try and check it out. Uh, although I may have not yet get one of those. I may have to get one of those shirts. Check them out, BJ. Check them out. If you got any shirt ideas, too, please feel free to throw them my way. Listen, hashtag I respect it is coming. Hey, Zeus, we're going to give him the last question of the night here. Derek, how would you debut Bray if he does join AEW? And who would you have his first feud be with? You're the Bray Wyatt guy, Derek. Oh, shit. Um, so if he does make his way to AEW, which I don't think it'll be at this time because he's, he's working on, uh, future endeavors right now, um, working on a new movie. Um, but if he does show up, I think it would be, uh, damn, that's hard. Okay, so the I, I think he shows up as uh, 
That's hard. Okay, so so if Bray does show up, I think he he'll come out. You you have three choices there. I'll I'll I'll, I'll frame it for you. So yeah. I, do you want to go with a new character for Bray? If you go back to Bray Wyatt, the uh, the Swamp Daddy, whatever you want to call him, the yeah man, the preacher type gimmick, or do you want him to go back to the Fiend? I want him to go back to how he entered. So back as Swamp Daddy. Okay. Um, I want him to enter that way, but I want him to enter into AEW after House of Black wreaks havoc. Oh, okay. And who's the first feud? Malachi Black. This motherfucker here trying to make people lose their minds. Bro, it, it was something that was in the making back at the other company, which should have happened, but it didn't. So I think this would be perfect. But House of Black has to be formed. They have to go on on a on a tear, ripping and running through AEW. And then Bray Wyatt comes in as kind of the anti-hero. Okay. And says, you know, he brings it brings his all his concerns up to Malachi Black and, and, and the House of Black. And um I don't know if at that point in time you bring the Dark Order into that mix just yet. I think that has to fall in somewhere down the line where Bray feels he, he feels the, the feeling of being overwhelmed but not asking for help. And the Dark Order just kind of says, hey, let us help you. Lead the way, brother. Lead the way. I like it. Matt Lopez is letting us know Okada Matthews was a banger. You have said enough for me to go watch this now. <laughs> uh, Bradley says, if you ever need my help, my arms are wide open. Thank you, Bradley. You are appreciated, brother. And I appreciate your comments. I know we don't always agree, but that's what we're here for, to have a nice uh, discourse on here. Absolutely. Football scouting report says, I love Ruby Soho until I heard she hates Wawa. So now I choose Wawa. I can eat Wawa anytime I want Ruby So Whoa. <laughs> Peace. Can't talk like that on here now. Be, let's be respectful of the wrestlers. But thank you for your comment, football scouting report. Osprey, oh, oh, I, I don't want to ruin that for anybody who's going to watch the uh, Battle of the Valley show. Check it out, though. Highly recommend it because we love wrestling here at Everything Pro Wrestling. And, guys, thank you so much. We're going to end this show, let you guys get some sleep because we've all been up too damn long, and some of us got shit to do tomorrow. We got a lot of football to watch and things around the house to do, especially here this way. So for myself, the man they call Derek, thank you for chilling with our Full Gear 2021 review. We are out. One. One. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson, yes. For the fans, uh, for the fans, uh. Not many in this can understand, uh, this the podcast to show you who I am, uh, Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans, uh, please listen every day to the showcase, the opinions and knowledge that anyone can take, showing you how it is done, proving I am number one, what a legend becomes, this is now my time to show you that I am here, uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear, uh, by the fans, uh, for the fans, uh, not many who's here can 
understand uh. everything pro wrestling they can never be you listen to the podcast here for the people the best show that's here so listen in let the knowledge begin the opinion and the lesson yes everyday pro wrestling they can never be you listen to the podcast for the people the best show that's here so listen in let the knowledge begin the opinions the lesson yes